Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Hey Gabbers. Welcome back. It's Wednesday. Good to hear. Uh, I was about to say hear from you, see you, but this is a one-way thing. I mean, yeah. Cur- yeah. Currently. Uh, I bet you're saying it's good to hear from you, Britt. <laughs> That's what they're saying. So sure. we, before we get into the subject, how are you? I feel, Things are a little heavy right now. I know. We're um, recording this. It's uh, February 25th. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So a lot has happened in the last, you know, 48 hours around our world. And we were just talking about how it has just been like this relentless pummeling yeah. of our society. And I know we aren't being affected like obviously other, pe- people are. other people are. We've been really lucky and fortunate. But um, it just is just felt so heavy. And so just another reminder that like that's what we're here for, man. Just to talk about something else. Yeah. Just just anything else. Because I have found myself, you know, the last couple days out. and even leading, I was on a really wonderful vacation leading up to that. And I came home to this, you know, to mm-hmm. all the news about the Ukraine and everything. And I was like, take me back where I just was ignoring life and all that. Mm-hmm. So obviously we all can't take a tropical vacation. Yeah, but you can just put your headphones in and listen to Gab Fest for a little while. And, and- just maybe pretend... Just not not think about the stress for a little while. Yeah. And we're not suggesting that like you just ignore all the problems in the world. Yeah. Don't add us. We know you can't run from your problems. <laughs> but you can hide from them for a little <laughs> bit with get, us. You can get distracted just to right. um, for your own mental health. Correct. So anyway, but I did go on this trip. I am usually pretty like up for trying new things. So I tried, decided to take surf lessons and um, did awesome, if I do say so myself. <laughs> it's okay. Toot that horn. Um, I really, really loved it. So me and a couple of people did it. And this new friend that I kind of made, she um, she and I did well. So the next day, we're like, let's rent surfboards. Let's and go let's rogue. Just do it go, on our own. Yeah, just do it on our own. We should have just gone back to the beach we learned because mm-hmm. because it's just comfortable and we knew kind of right where to be. But we decided to drive like an hour and a half to go <laughs> to this other beach. And it was, and some people had said it was like perfect boogie boarding surf waves the, a day or two before. But when we got over there, it was a little stormy. The waves were ridiculous. The undertow was terrible. We were both <laughs> like could not even get up. We couldn't even really stay laying on our board. Like it was like tipping you over. Yeah, and the undertow was really bad. And we were watching and like no surfers were around. Like at the <laughs> other beach, there was a lot of yeah. surfing and we were like, uh, this is a sign, you know? So after a while I got really tired of fighting it and I went to get out and I was only up to my ankles and I went to pick up my surfboard. <laughs> I didn't realize you're only up to your ankles. Well, because I went to just, I was getting out. So I was okay. dragging my surfboard behind me, hooked to my ankle. And I got to the point where my, basically my ankles were just in. And so mm-hmm. I bent down to pick up my surfboard and start mm-hmm. carrying it. Mm-hmm. And a huge wave, well, okay, huge, a big wave <laughs> came and flew my surfboard up and it just smacked me in the face so hard I like sort of grabbing my mouth and the girl that was with me and again this is a new friendship and we've only forged, met forged only yeah. uh, two and a half days yes because we went for like our husband's work and so we don't know each other other than that and she like I looked at her and I'm like are my teeth where are my are my teeth knocked out and she like was like no but your mouth's bleeding and I was like ah and like it sounds so stupid to be embarrassed but it is. But I was embarrassed. Yeah. Like it just embarrassed me because mm-hmm. I was trying not to. Like I was like, "Holy, I'm gonna say the f word, but I don't know you well enough." And so I was like trying so hard not to cry. 
And um, I went over to the ladies. It was so funny because there was a couple of other people with us and these other ladies they're so cute and they had no desire to like try surfing mm-hmm. or anything and they kept saying i kept being like come on and they're like no we have no desire and my <laughs> one friend that i know a little bit more she said i am so content being the stuff watcher like that's uh-huh. just me and i've come to the you know come to the make got, peace with it i'm happy and she's and like i think comfortable in my yes zone. and she's like i think people think like i'm not having fun if i'm mm-hmm. not doing it she's like, but i'm just happy to watch mm-hmm. take videos watch everyone's stuff <laughs> And so I walked over to her with like a bloody mouth <laughs> and I said, is this why you like being the stuff watcher? And she was like, <gasps> and then I was like, I need some medicine because my lips started swelling. My oh, bottom no. lip started swelling really bad and I had cut my lip on my teeth. And then, and then she's like, pulls out ibuprofen, which I'm allergic to uh-huh. just in case y'all didn't know. And gives me Tylenol. So she finds Tylenol. I get Tylenol. I felt like a little kid and she was like my mom, you know, <laughs> and um, just then I didn't want to get back in. Like, mm-hmm. I just kind of ruined it, you mm-hmm. know? And then my friend later tried to, like, share salt and vinegar chips with me, my new friend. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I never turned down a salt and vinegar chip in my life. Until now. Until now. The thought of salt and vinegar in these opened lip wounds. <laughs> so anyway, um, and I couldn't close my jaw very well, like, mm-hmm. for a good, probably 24 mm-hmm. hours. It was freaking oh. me out. Well, I, I thought I dislocated or broke my jaw. Well, I saw your son the day after you came <laughs> home, and he was like, she might go get an MRI. Oh, or no, he might go get an x-ray. She x-ray. might go get an x-ray. Yeah, I was, and I was like, close. she is? She's going to go get an x-ray? Well, because it was kind of giving me a headache. Yeah. I, anyway, it's probably dislocated for real, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm fine. But it's still, I still, if I could go back, I just probably wouldn't have even surfed the next day. I would have just left on the high of that first yeah. day, or we would have gone back to the same beach. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's nothing really to or do. just pay for another lesson? Yeah, maybe. Just but, do two lessons? Um, no, I think I could have done it on my own. I really do. Because he had me to the point where I was paddling on my own and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was that good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I just would have gone back to the same beach and not tried to get too adventurous, you know. So yeah. I don't really know if that has anything to do with what we've been talking about. But that's kind of well, what's been going on with... Well, it has to do with sports. It is have to do with sports. <laughs> Go sports. Go sports. <laughs> I've tried surfing before. Have you? Did you take yeah. lessons? I took... Well, yeah. I had someone teach me. It wasn't like... <laughs> yeah. I wasn't... Well... <laughs> I guess what I mean is like, no, but then I said yes, because it was my cousin's girlfriend. Oh, right. So she was a surfer and she gave me a lesson. I just didn't go to like a hut and that charged me by the hour, you know? Yes, we did. Um, And so, but I did take a surf lesson and I was able to get on this, on the board and yeah. it was at Waikiki. So I wasn't scared of sharks because there were so many people there. Chances were, it wasn't going to be me. Right. And uh, <laughs> well, we just, all of us kept looking at each other and being like, if I can just outswim you, <laughs> you know, but um. Yeah, surfing is no joke. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't easy. I mean, I did get up my first try, but it's not, I mean, it's not like I was carving the waves. Yeah. I was Allison, just, just don't, don't lie to us. You were doping. <laughs> While we're on the subject of doping in sports, because yeah. the Olympics, what the crap? I know. This Olympics was so disappointed. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a game, Fokker. Like, you don't need to go there. You don't need to demean yourself. <laughs> right. I love the Olympics so much. I, I think we talked about this. I love the Olympic commercials. They're better than Super Bowl commercials, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And fun fact, a lot of our listeners are in Utah. Utah is the state, or the, actually the area in the whole entire world that watches the most Olympics. Yes, we saw it. Look it up. Online. <laughs> like, like Google. Like, out of the entire world, Utah is the epicenter yeah. for watching the Olympics. 
here's the conclusion Britt and I came to when we were reading about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, well, A, Utah has a lot of Olympic, Olympic athletes, athletes uh-huh. specifically winter Olympic athletes, because mm-hmm. obviously we have a ton of facilities Greatest and stuff snow on here. Earth. Greatest snow on earth. <laughs> Not so much this year. Yeah. <laughs> I would Sometimes have to say. Sometimes it is. But because we hosted the Olympics too, we have a lot of facilities that people can come train at. Uh-huh. So, and then because we hosted, we have a lot of Olympic pride in general. Yes. So I think that's part of it. And then um, also I think... It's good wholesome entertainment <laughs> unless people are... Um, sobbing and doing drugs and getting berated by their coaches, which is what happened. <laughs> well, gosh. Okay, so let's talk about Camila. So I was at your house. We watched her epic, like, first performance. Hitting the quads. And we were just like, nailed it. Look at that. Look at, oh my gosh. Flawless. Nailed it. Nailed Flawless. it. The Flawless. Quad, quad triple let's. <laughs> sal cow. <laughs> triple by sal the way, cow. I found out it's not, I thought it was sal cow. It's S-A-L. It's sal cow. Sal cow. Oh my gosh. Sal cow I don't, or sal cow? I felt like you were explaining it to me until well, right this second. Then you said something different. Sal cow. Yeah. Okay. Sal <laughs> cow, like a moo. Uh huh. Moo cow. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but we were just like her legs, just everything. everything. And I was so disappointed in, in her. her. Actually, no. I was so disappointed in the adults in her life. She's, She's 15. 15. It's not her fault. 15 year olds are not, they're just doing what their coaches and their parents and whoever tell them to do and what it takes to win. Well, and so then after the whole controversy, they let her skate for her second time, but because right. of all the stress... She was biffing it left she and right. Was, and then her coaches just berated her and then ignored her. As Is she it on was, TV? Yeah. And like people were like, that's child abuse. Like, it's yeah. child abuse. But damn you, Russia, <laughs> for so many reasons right now. I have like... Gosh. <laughs> gosh. Like, seriously. Well, I don't think we have any communist listeners or russian <laughs> listeners so i feel like okay about saying I feel like this. we're all on the same page right now with this feeling and not everybody yeah. there i'm just saying like mm-hmm. generally speaking you ain't looking so good right now between <laughs> camilla and then this whole thing yeah. but anyway i i don't blame her is what i'm saying no poor thing she is a product of the system yeah okay so that's what we're talking about today sports, sports. and we said t- send us your dance mom stories yeah. send us your crazy ref situations send us your um wild fan submissions we want to hear it all right and i think the difference is and we were just reading a news article about this um back in the day if you will they were talking they were comparing like the sandlot okay the Mm -hmm. movie they're like those were the days when like there really wasn't a lot of competitive leagues and you know they didn't have like all these adult referees and adult coaches or professional getting Mm -hmm. paid coaches in Mm -hmm. some situations it was just a bunch of kids playing at the dirt mm-hmm. sandlot yeah, and then go home at dinner. Right. And so now it's just the dynamics have changed so much, even from when we were in sports. Yeah. Now it's like competitive when they're eight. Right. You better decide mm-hmm. what sport you want to do for the rest uh-huh. of your freaking life. And it's like, that's a lot mm-hmm. of pressure. Unless you're getting to like super comp, super... Like, like some are COVID, getting paid. Some are getting paid. But I feel like a lot of times these coaches are just paying for like a discount for their kid to play. Or like, they're just or they're helping. Just, or they're just helping out. And you're like, you're going to scream at that mom. She's play, She's coaching shortstop. And yeah. she's like never even. Like, right. Like she, she also probably has a full-time sk- job and yeah. she's a parent. Yeah. So like <laughs> she doesn't care that much. I mean, she's got a lot of other things going on. He or she. Yeah. And so, yeah. Do you have any good, like, have you ever been yelled at or freaked out on at a sporting event? Speaking of like volunteer ones, this is like the most volunteer you can get. And this was, this was me, you guys. Okay. (laughs) I am a competitive 
person. Yeah. So I really have to check myself before I wreck myself a <laughs> lot of the times. We'll get into more of that later. Because you're like, if I'm not going to go and be my best self, then why am I even doing this? Well, kind of. Like, I just, I felt felt that way as a competitor. Mm-hmm. I felt like I typically practice pretty hard because I'm like, if I am here, I'm just going to make it work. I'm going to work yeah. hard and make it count. So anyway, I got called in my church to coach like the young women in the in the church, uh-huh. their basketball team. So not even a big deal at all. But right. here's the difference. When our, I grew up, we would just play against each other in the stake. We didn't make take it very seriously. Where I was living at the time, they took it seriously. seriously. Like th- I remember the president, the young women's president, like came up and was like, we have made it to regionals in this many years. And I was like, there's regionals? regionals? Like, like that's a thing? <laughs> I had no idea. Like, and I thought we just showed up on Thursday nights. Right, and, and just played. played. Gave them something to do. Uh-huh. And I also need to note that this the area we lived in it was had a very big school it had grown a ton so a lot of these girls were actually pretty darn good but they weren't good maybe they weren't quite good enough to make the team because mm-hmm. there was such tough competition because okay. the school was so mm-hmm. big that then this was kind of their thing okay you know mm-hmm. and so i was like wow we really got to push this and they had called an assistant coach like this is for real this is <laughs> church ball you guys i've never even like played church ball for two minutes and then this this is the level these guys are on right like when you said we played at church you played church ball a little i never but maybe like a handful of times okay because i had other things and i'd be like oh yeah they're gonna play and they wanted me to come play you know Mm -hmm. maybe people didn't invite me on purpose (laughs) i don't know like shh Okay, this announcement is for everybody in here. We all saw your We all saw your face in your basketball picture, your seventh grade basketball picture. <laughs> I was super enthusiastic. It tells it all. <laughs> so anyway, um, we did in fact make it to the playoffs. And so it was pretty exciting. And uh-huh. these girls really kind of wanted it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so we're at the game. And the girl that was kind of assisting me, um, we weren't totally driving, I don't think, that game because she started just subbing people in and out without talking about it to mm-hmm. me without, and I was getting, listen, sick. there's one head coach here. Well, <laughs> you run those subs by me. <laughs> yes. Power trip. <laughs> no, it's just one of those things where I was kind of like, wait, what is happening? Like, why uh-huh. am I even here volunteering my time? So <laughs> anyway, the game was getting really physical and okay. really intense okay. as church ball can mm-hmm. often happen with, mm-hmm. especially the boys usually, but, um, and my mom had come to watch <laughs> <laughs> because she knew that was kind of like this big deal. And, um, and anyway, so <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. So this one girl on our team tripped and twisted her ankle mm-hmm. and she yelled, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. And she started to like scoot her bum on her bum off, off the, the court because uh-huh. she was trying to get like out of the way uh-huh. and nobody was blowing a whistle, uh-huh. like noticing that she was hurt. <laughs> so I start making the signal for timeout mm-hmm. and I'm yelling, timeout, timeout, timeout. And the other coach... That was across the thing was like, mm-hmm. you can't, like, I think we were out of timeouts or something mm-hmm. like that. And so she started screaming across the court that I could not call a timeout <laughs> and they went and scored a point, uh-huh. went and scored a basket. So I got really frustrated <laughs> and was like, we have an injured player. Hello. Like I was uh-huh. like yelling and, um, my assistant coach. So here's my thing. If I am under duress, like do not lay hands on me. <laughs> I am not, I do not do well with you coming into my space if I'm like a little on the, a little riled up, riled up side. Like I need to walk away. 
Well, the assistant coach decided to grab my wrists as if I'm like a nutcase having, a nut- having like a flailing about. I just was yelling like I wasn't doing anything super crazy. Uh-huh. And so she grabbed both of my wrists like she's facing me and she's like, and she's like, look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. You need to settle down. Look at my eyes. Like treating me like a crazy person. And I like ripped out of her grip and I'm like, I am fine. I'm fine. Look at me. I'm fine. And she was like, and then she tried to grab my shoulders and I was like, get off of me. And my mom <laughs> is like up in the stands, like covering her mouth. Like, Cause she's seeing that I am having like a flip out. <laughs> and I just stomped off to the bathroom and I was like, Oh my gosh, what have you done? You are a psychopath. Oh my gosh. But it was, it was that act of someone physically touching me in the mm-hmm. moment where I was kind of riled up that just sent me over mm-hmm. the edge. And then to have them treating me like I was losing my mind and I was... And then it made you lose Then it made mind. me lose my mind. And I didn't want to go back out there. <laughs> but you had to. I had to. The head coach. And so I went back out there. I can't even... Funny thing is, can't even remember if we won or lost. I don't remember anything after that. I think we lost. Yeah. But I was so TO'd. And, and just so embarrassed. Yeah. So embarrassed. And so I can't totally, when I'm reading these, there's been times I've been like, what is wrong with this person? What is wrong with this parent? But at the same time, I totally like get I, the saying of seeing red. Like, yeah. That there's times that you lose it. Mm-hmm. And once you've lost it, it's, it's lost. It's gone. <laughs> well, <I'm- laughs> in talking with one of the people that like, submitted a story, we were kind of going back and forth. And she said, sports really, it brings out the worst in you. Mm-hmm. You're like, why do we do this? She said but that it also she, brings out the best. It's true. It teaches you grit, teaches you hard work and teamwork and, and how to lose and, and how yeah, to win. Yeah. But she said that her husband, like before each game, will say, you're allowed one out-of-body experience per game. Like he says that to his kids? His wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm more her. Yeah. Like she says, I literally have out-of-body experiences where if something's going on, she'll just lash out. I liked how she described it as an out-of-body experience. Uh-huh. That's totally how I felt in mm-hmm. that scenario. So thank you for validating me, listener. <laughs> so one story that she sent in was, she said her son was probably about seventh grade and playing in a basketball tournament. Okay. And she just said her son was getting fouled, like left and right. Mm-hmm. Kids were fouling him, but the refs weren't calling anything. Right. But then every little thing he would do, they would call a foul on him. And so, the worst. and so everyone's just like, oh, come on, rep. You know, they're yelling, you yeah. know, and they're just like, oh man. And the, the kid's getting real frustrated. You know, mm-hmm. they get kind of like really riled up. At, well, like, and then it does start getting really physical because mm-hmm. they're so frustrated that they're getting mm-hmm. beat up, you know? Uh-huh. And she said, so finally, after one of the fouls that got called on her son, she just stands up and yells, <laughs> why do you hate him? And she's like, she said the gym went kind of quiet yeah. and the players kind of like stopped what they were doing a little bit. And then and like, but then they kind of kept going, you know how it like yeah. came slow for a second. And she said, oh my gosh, she said the ref just looked at her and shook his head, like kind of like on happy Gilmore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's a good visual. You know, like. That dude that just looks at happy mm. Gilmore and shakes his head. And what did she do? And then she just sat down and she's like, and then I just am so embarrassed. Yeah. And, and like, then my husband and my kids are like, mom, yeah. that was so bad. Um, well, I don't know that I've had like my, my kids are pretty young and my oldest is nine. So he's just getting into a little bit more where things are getting more intense, mm-hmm. but I do yell a lot. And a lot of times it's like more encouraging or trying to help. 
especially since they're new to to sports. Mm-hmm. And but I helped my neighbor coach their team last year, and it made me realize you can't really hear anything when you're out there. Like mm-hmm. the players can't hear me being like uh-huh. rebound, get back. But guess what? Who can? Everybody All the around in the stands you. are like, take it down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that being said, it still didn't stop me from yelling this year. And I don't know why. It's almost like it's you feel like it's your your way of participating in the yes. game. Because if you were just to sit there... I'd much rather participate than be a spectator. Uh-huh. We've talked about this when we coached dance. Uh-huh. If you're out there, you at least have some control over what's happening. Uh-huh. If you're just, you're just an innocent bystander, you're like, <laughs> I just want to get in there and rebound, uh-huh. you know, or whatever, or hit that ball. But my husband will kind of <laughs> squeeze my leg <laughs> every now and then or pat my leg, you know, kind of like, hey, girl, you know, just making sure you're going to settle You down. good? You but good? he knew what he was marrying. I mean, let's be honest, but... Well, I think parents sometimes, like you said, not not saying you were like trying to live vicariously through your son. No, but it's almost like that's that is kind of somehow how sometimes how sports play out. Yes, like this listener said that she was a cheer coach, and there was a girl that made the team, but she always had a bad attitude. Like she wouldn't do stuff full out at practice mm-hmm. when it was when they needed a volunteer to do this or do that for the assembly or whatever. Yeah. She was never one to volunteer to do any of the extra stuff for the cheer team. She just was pretty blah. And uh, <laughs> not a standout. And come to find out, the only reason she tried out and joined the cheer team was because her mom forced her to. Right. Well, she gets called to the principal's office, this cheer coach. Okay. And the mom of this girl is waiting for her in there. Oh. And so it was a welcome feeling. Oh my gosh. And these cheer moms though, I mean, you've heard about the ones that kill. Oh my gosh, that, I like, forgot the about that one movie. that like killed. It's not oh, a movie. That really well, it's happened. real life and then I watched it on Lifetime, but yeah. um I they yes. killed a girl they free to up make a spot it for a cheer captain yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You guys whoa, this went dark, but um this didn't happen there. <sighs> okay, um, good. The mom was just waiting for her. And the principal's like, listen, I have a parent here who has some real big issues about the way you're handling the cheer squad. She said, the principal allowed this parent to talk on and on and on for 45 minutes, listing complaint after complaint after complaint after complaint. She like and she pulls out like this, her notebook. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And she's like, I could not believe the principal would let me sit there for 45 minutes and just have someone. Like basically berate her. Berate her. She said she was so happy she stood up for herself. Because she was able to fire back, be like, your daughter has a bad attitude. She won't do anything full out. And come to find out the reason why the mom wanted to call her in is because the daughter didn't want to do cheer anymore. And oh. so she was like, this is the coach's fault. If you don't want right. to be a cheerleader, it's the coach's fault. Because the mom forced her into it, right. right? And the daughter just did not want to be a cheerleader. Heaven forbid the mom takes some responsibility on right. that one. Yeah, she just did not want to be a cheerleader. And she had to figure out one, re- one way or another the reason why the daughter had a bad attitude. Right. Oh, man. Um, yeah, the, like the parents, they make or break. They do make or break the whole situation. So guys, I'm going to work really hard to not be crazy. (laughs) I've never like yelled at a coach though. Like, no, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, and now as, as someone who's been a coach and a teacher for different activities and things, you're like, literally it's almost, this is almost a volunteer position. Yeah, most of the time most, it is. And, and you're like, they are really doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they're there is because they love the sport and the kids. Yeah. Or the refs sometimes are paid or usually are paid. Refs. Refs are different than coaches. Right. But they also are paid, getting paid hardly anything. And a lot of them are young. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there is a difference <laughs> so in someone getting paid. Mm-hmm. And this listener said she, um, she actually played um, 
college soccer. Mm-hmm. So this guy's obviously getting paid. It's his yeah. job. Um, and he was trying to explain this drill to the girls that made sense in his head. And he was trying to like explain it in real time. And mm-hmm. it wasn't working. Like the girls are like trying to do it like as he's explaining uh-huh. it. Didn't make sense at all. And since it wasn't really working, he was getting really frustrated and starts like blaming them for not doing it right. Basically, <laughs> oh, gosh. started stomping over to the <laughs> ball, picked it up and just drop kicked it as hard as he could and just started saying some choice words and calling them idiots and walked out of practice like a little baby (laughs) and she said the head coach had to take over and later he admitted guys that was my bad you guys something about it being a sport makes people feel like they can physically throw things yes physically do things because if you're mad at work and you go and drop kick something and you go throw something yeah or like yeah sports it's just such a weird line yeah like, because they're doing a physical activity it almost makes people feel like they can physically that's act true. out and maybe that's true no other p- space like at my house i've never like thrown something across the room because i was mm-hmm. mad yeah even if my kids or something crazy is happening at my house well and i think too as a parent so then the, when that physical aspect comes into play you're very protective of your child yeah people be, are very protective of their children so if they see like that they think they feel like their child is getting roughed up and nothing's mm-hmm. being done about it then the parent like it goes into mama bear mode or papa yeah. bear mode mm-hmm. that can be part of an aspect of it too i think don't you think <laughs> yes but i just pray that i can keep it together like i i don't foresee myself physically or i think the key here is <laughs> for me is to just walk out for a minute uh-huh. and i'm so grateful to have my husband because he's <laughs> just the uh-huh. even killed one uh-huh. i'm more of the emotional one surprise yeah. <laughs> um anyway and so i feel like you got to have someone to balance you out that's going to sit there. Yeah, and even true. my mom's like a yeller uh-huh. at sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my husband's stepdad is about five times worse than me. <laughs> so if me and him are sitting by each other, people are like, holy you kind moly. Of, yeah. And you feed so, off each other. You can. Uh-huh. And so thankfully my husband's there. I can kind of, yeah, like give me a little tap when he's like, hey. And he's oh always like, gosh. remember he's nine. Remember she's six, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, like this is a mom that got, like she freaked out when her son got hit. But it was a some brothers playing competitive tennis and so this listener her husband got really mad during a tennis match mm-hmm. and they were brothers playing against each other yeah so he line drived a ball and hit his brother in the groin <gasps> oh my god and the mom came unhinged yeah like started freaking out like he's never gonna and I'm like, grandchildren. Wait, so her one of her sons did it to the other, other son. son. But during like a, a game An game. actual match. And so she's crying and freaking out. But the, apparently this family is like crazy competitive with tennis. Okay. She said, because um, she has like a few other stories about her husband's brothers and him. Mm-hmm. She said that there was a tournament where one of the brothers got so mad and they lost the match that he chucked his racket clear over the fence <laughs> and then a cooler. Oh, my gosh. And so then the mom was so embarrassed that she left him there and went back to the country club. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wherever she, or wherever she were going to go afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. Went back to the country club and told another brother, you better go pick him up. I'm not giving him a ride. Yeah. Like, this family is, like, Wimbledon, maybe. Right. I don't know. They were, like, way into it. So she sent me a few more. She's like, let me just give you some insight onto the family text. <laughs> She said um, there was another time they were the brothers were playing doubles. Okay, and they said that they were on their very best behavior because usually they were throwing rackets and stuff and hitting people in the groin. Isn't that why tennis players are supposed to just go? Because there's a lot, <coughs> lot of aggression with every hit. 
That's and, all I remember <laughs> about tennis. So they said this time they were actually on their very best behavior. And whatever that doing, looks like. Yeah. Um, I guess it's like what not, the rest of our normal competitiveness yeah, not looks like. Hitting people in the crotch and throwing, throwing rackets. rackets and oh stuff like gosh. that. And, the, and then the opposing team's coach came over and was like, I am no longer going to tolerate your guys' behavior. <gasps> so, like, we were finally being good. And the coach is like, I will never subject my boys to playing doubles with such a terribly unsportsmanlike team. And they got their team disqualified. And this is when they were trying to be their very they best. They were trying to be their very best. That's so what this, I'm saying. Maybe their very best wasn't so was, was great. still just, they were like, like or maybe like, the coach It was a soft rep. cooler. This yeah. time. Oh it was gosh. one of those swishy ones. Um, but she's just girl. picturing like a giant, like hard case <laughs> Coleman just flying like the across. Cube yeah. Um, but she said, like, they are crazy competitive with tennis. She said three of the four brothers have won state championships. Okay. So, and, and, so I messaged her and I said, I'm really concerned about the brother who has not won the state right. championship. And she said, we all are. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I said, she's like, he no longer is welcome in his home. I was like, is he ostracized? She goes, it's his senior year. It's his last chance. And oh, I'm my like, gosh. Oh, this is real, guys. This yeah. is real. Something to tell their therapist, I yes. guess. <laughs> Part of the problem, I wonder if the parents played tennis in that family. Probably. Because sometimes that's what makes it that much worse. Like, mm-hmm. if you're like part of a legacy. Yes. Because mm-hmm. the parents know the sport and they know how good And they know how can you put be. in the lessons and the tournaments. Right. The- I have said for so long, my daughter does love to dance, mm-hmm. but I have said for so long, it will not be because it's my choice. Yeah. It has to be her guiding me to it. Like, I'm not going to be that because I'm like, in some ways, I'd rather have her go play tennis or golf, mm-hmm. something that I don't know a lot about. And I'm sure I'll get into it and uh-huh. be excited and competitive about it. But since I, it was never my thing. Mm-hmm. But when it's your thing, mm-hmm. and then they're doing it, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's really... it takes it to a next level sometimes. Oh yeah, so I would sure. I would almost bet those parents were tennis players, oh, or I'm at least sure. one of them was a tennis player. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. We were kind of talking about yelling from the sidelines, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this listener said then they were around like maybe eight to ten years old and playing soccer, mm-hmm. and her mom was on the sideline and she kept yelling at her to run, 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 Forest, run! <laughs> Finally, she stopped. And looked at her mom and said, why don't you get out here and run? Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) And she says that her mom still to this day talks about how embarrassed she was (laughs) and how she never again screamed from the sidelines. There you go. My my little boy did something kind of like that. And he's six because you guys, um, he plays soccer and both me and mom are at his soccer games and like, come on. There's a run. It's they went right by it. Da, da, da. And finally he like turns and's like, stop yelling at me. And I was like, oh my God. To you and our mom. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, pretty stupid. You feel, stop. You feel pretty stupid. Yeah. Stop yelling at Cause me. Because you're like, uh, he's in kindergarten. Yeah. You guys, legitimately, he's in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> what the freak is wrong with us? <laughs> exactly. But it doesn't, in the moment, you're just like, Run! Can't you see the ball? Yeah. Go to it. Go to it. <laughs> this is our Saturday morning. I was skipped sleeping in for this thing. I, I, somehow I have it's a Midwest mean, accent right it's now. It's raining out. <laughs> it's freaking freezing out here. And I'm going to be sitting out here. And I don't even get the snack at the end. If you want some of these cheese it's at the end, you better yeah. touch the ball. Yeah. My daughter, her soccer, she keeps saying she wants to play again. and But then every time she'd yell from the field... When's the snacks? <laughs> Do I get a donut after? That's why she wanted to play again. Yeah, but probably. <laughs> well, but you have to have the right spot. If you're the spectator, you have to have a good spot. Mm-hmm. You have to get all set up. Um, if it's a big game, you got to come beforehand and save seats. 
Um, our mom had my our mom did yell, but she had this whistle. Oh yeah, have we talked about the whistle? I think she we have a whistle bit. without her fingers, really, really loud. Uh-huh. And there's a rhythm that she does. <laughs> that's and like her call. It's like the Von Trapp whistle. Like yeah. we all have our own signals, but it's just it's, it's all one Pavlov's signal. dog. <laughs> no, really, my friends knew the whistle too. They got my to kids, the point where they my go, kids know the whistle, Karen, and it's the same rhythm mm-hmm. and everything. And so we'd be walking out to perform or play, and mm-hmm. you'd hear her whistle. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a good way for her to vent that, that energy. But. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this mom, she was uh, getting ready for her son's basketball game. And this is high school. And so it is a little bit higher stakes, more spectators. Yeah. So you do have to go ahead of the time, make sure you got seats for the family, things so like that. So a social side to the high school sports thing too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember in our episode when we were talking about the girl, the boy that was, they lost the basketball game. And then she was like, he is not good at free throws. Oh, yeah. And he- it's like that. Like there's a social component where uh-huh. these kids that didn't make the team aren't good enough to be on the team or just have that school pride Mm -hmm. they're gonna be pretty hard on that kid if he played that you know (laughs) and so this mom she came early saved spots she's like yes this is a great spot she's like this because this is her son's senior year they're getting towards the playoffs like she's prepped yeah and she said that she has got that stadium chair the extra cushion one and like with a cup holder um but she said the opposing team has their cheerleaders and in those high school gyms they kind of have small for lack of a better word like end zone areas those outer and so they only can fit like half the cheerleaders on there Mm -hmm. between the the uh wall with the mats yeah and and the sideline and then the yeah the court and so she said this school had brought their entire cheer squad like 25 kids Mm -hmm. and so only half could cheer in there and then they switched halfway through the game she's like why would they bring the full group yeah if only half can cheer just take turns so then School spirit. They need. Yeah, a, they do need. It's psychological warfare. <laughs> it is. The more you just bring this presence in. Uh-huh. And so this mom obviously is sitting on her school side and with her fan section. And so she's got her seats all saved. All of a sudden, before the rest of her family could get there, the whole other half of the opposing side mm-hmm. school cheerleaders come and sit all in those seats. Oh. And she sees what they're doing and is like, um, I don't think so. She says it out loud and goes, um, what are you guys doing? <laughs> they're like, we are just waiting because we don't cheer until the second half. And she goes, you need to go on your own side. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, uh, and she said, they just sat there and were like staring at her like, <sighs> like, are you being serious? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, go over there. That's your side. This is our side, and these are my seats. And the kids finally are like, okay. And like the main cheerleader's like, okay, guys, let's just like move over there. And this is um, not a cheerocracy. <laughs> Apparently, this is a dictatorship. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, great. I got my seats back. And she said, all those cheerleaders went out in the hall. And she goes, you could just tell they were all talking about me. Because right. they, she goes, they were out in the hall, like looking in the, in the gym doors, pointing at her, telling their other friends about her. Oh, my gosh. But she's like, well, I mean, rules is rules, guys. <laughs> this is not your side. This is our side. I save these dang seats. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I think that that's what's next level is when parents do it like so a lot of times it's like parents yelling at the refs parents yelling at other adults Mm -hmm. but when a parent is yelling at a child (laughs) or getting mad at a child Uh or a younger person Mm -hmm. it kind of makes it you feel that much more dumb you're like i just sunk to the lowest of lows because i'm here yelling at a kid (laughs) and i'm an adult here you know i'm the one that's supposed to have it together because this um listener said they're playing little league football I would dare to say football rival, like football parents are, would be like the male equivalent to like 
at what people think of as a dance mom. Yeah. Football mm-hmm. parents get really intense. Yeah. There's a little bit of that, I think, mm-hmm. um, especially in places like Texas. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, they were playing their, I guess, rival. It's like Little League but <laughs> on their home field. And the other team had a dad that started talking trash to the, <laughs> to the team. Yes. And he said, mind you, we were 10 at the time. Mm-hmm. So he went for one of the biggest guys on the team at one point oh, and no. he started saying knock that fat kid on <gasps> his a yeah oh, no. that's when the mama bear would come out oh, yeah and i'd be like you sit your fat a down yeah. sir before i sit it down <laughs> for you you know um anyway and so she said a couple of the parents just came unglued from the team uh-huh. from his team and they met in the middle of the <gasps> field oh my gosh like during halftime or just like all of a sudden it was just like i would guess it's like no dancing though. <laughs> um, that would have made it better. Halftime like, show. Halftime half show. Half <laughs> but I would guess that like maybe one of the parents. It would probably. I would guess the parent went out and was like, "Hey, ref, this this you know." Uh-huh. And then next thing you know, people are backing him up. And the next mm-hmm. thing you know, here comes the loud mouth. <laughs> and anyway, so next thing you know, they're on the field. They're meeting on the field. They're yelling. They get into a yelling match. And the original instigator, the unruly dad. <laughs> Um, ends up swinging <gasps> at one of the parents, the no, other parents. Come on. And he said the escapade ended up getting the guy arrested. <gasps> and later, You're kidding. his rage got him divorced. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like this is like, this kid knows a little too much about this. Like well, he probably you, was like a neighborhood you person. Raise, you get raised in St. I mean, you're not, you don't live far. That's, That's true. The sad yeah. thing is, is like if you burn these bridges and you're being uh-huh. a horrible person. And you're a rageaholic. Yes. It's going to affect you in so many aspects of your well, life, sir. So many and- people know. <laughs> I'm like, I would be so humiliated if my husband said that. I would kick him out. Oh, the ref yeah. wouldn't have to kick him no, out. I'd, I'd be, be like, like, you're out of here, buddy. Yeah. You're out of here. <laughs> and don't expect nothing tonight or for the next week. <laughs> not even dinner for that matter. Yeah. Pick up a little Caesars. And then you will see who gets fat. <laughs> but I can't, like, oh so when gosh. parents go to the kids. No, no, yeah, that cannot happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, I, like, and maybe this is, um, every once in a while, I'll be like, are we sure that age category is going on? Like, when there's, like, kids that are, like, way bigger than my kid, I'm like, hang on. Hey, whoa, Are we whoa, sure they're in fifth grade? Have we seen his birth certificate? <laughs> no, it's fine. I won't because- yell it out loud, but I kind of, like, whisper to my husband, like, Really? Um, like she's towering over her. Yeah. Like so my, But kids are all different shapes and sizes right. and I just gotta trust the system, and I guess. Growth spurts just yeah. change at different times. <laughs> oh man. But if you are that parent that's sandbagging your kid in a younger league, special place in hell for you. <laughs> Cause that's just ridiculous. Like we yeah. said, it's just a game, Fokker, you know. Oh my gosh. Well, and then there's the parent that if they don't make the team, oh there's there is hell to pay. Um this listener said they were hosting tryouts. And at the end, they pass out the letters saying, congratulations, you made the team, or sorry, work harder, we'll, we want to see you next year. Those Whenever we passed out those notes, uh-huh. we would literally be running, physically guys, running to our cars. Our, we didn't want anybody... I felt like a fugitive on the loose. Yeah. Call me Harrison Ford. Shut I, your phone off, throw it out the window, <laughs> change your name. I remember after tryouts one year, we had to go to the bathroom because we had just sat through hours of tryouts, but we're like, no time, there's no time, we cannot go to the bathroom because... Does anyone be- have a bottle? <laughs> That I can take We're with like, me. Because there will be someone outside of the door waiting yes. for us. So we just risked our bladders yep. to leave the premises as fast as we yeah. could. And we would try to tell people, why don't you, everybody, we encourage you yeah, to go Yeah, you say, home. go open it. Don't open it here in front of everybody. Because then, then some people will be happy. Some people will be sad. Just go open it somewhere else. And right. this person said that was actually their rule. Is they were supposed to open it when they got in their car or when they got home. There's a rule that yeah. people just 
Don't follow. But moments after they handed out their letters and they were kind of wrapping things up, a mom literally busts through the gym doors <laughs> and demanded to know. Oh my gosh. How dare you guys? Why didn't right. my child make it? And I cannot envision myself no, doing that. No, I know no, I've, no. I know I pointed out some lows, <laughs> but I just, I can't see. I'm too prideful for that. Uh-huh. I know. But yeah, something comes over you. And, and this person said, I think the mom once she was having an out of body experience yes. and she said almost, she almost saw her coming down from it. They're in the mid gym. confrontation. Yeah, like, How dare you guys? She didn't make it the team. <laughs> And then it's like when you're just trying to reel those words back in, uh, but it's like, nope, they're out. Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, I don't know if you need to, if we need to like take some CBD. Oh, you know how you were saying you read that article? Who yeah. is it? Glennon Doyle recommends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a former professional soccer player was saying that they recommend to parents in the stands to suck on a lollipop. <laughs> And maybe like get like a CBD lollipop or something. And <laughs> that should be really like, entertaining. It's just it almost like keeps like it's like a fidget spinner. True. Well, and it just kind of <laughs> keeps that extra or, little bit of or maybe keeps barrier. your mouth from telling some kid fat from things just whatever. flying out. Like, and you have to take the sucker out, and when you have to do that, you think, oh, like wait a minute. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if I, otherwise, it really can just fly out. Mm-hmm. So sh- anyway, well, okay. So we were talking about also like yelling at kids. This listener was playing in high school and they were playing at the state tournament. And this girl that was like their best player, probably, um, during warm ups, I guess some old guy was like walking down the sideline. And this girl's last name was, let's just say Jensen. Okay. okay? It's not, but, and, he, but he kept saying like the equivalent of, hey, Johnson. <laughs> you know, hey, Johnson. Uh-huh. And she finally like realized like, He's talking to me because oh. it was the wrong last name, uh-huh. you know? And he kept starting to say things like, watch out for that number, you know, two on the other team. She's she's really good, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was, blah. like, trying to, like, razzer, get in get her, her head. head like, mm-hmm. psych, yeah, like, psych her out. Just <laughs> this old guy on the sideline calling her <laughs> the wrong you? name. Yeah. And so I, apparently after that, she just rolled her eyes and went back to the layup line. And then she probably scored about 30 points in that game. <laughs> so this girl was like, if you're going to try and intimidate some teenager before a game at least know her name <laughs> yeah and know what you're doing she, here she couldn't even hear half of your insults because she didn't know you were talking to her yeah <laughs> and again um taking that little pause in between to like think about what you're saying maybe if you someone give them a lollipop maybe some backy some gum <laughs> backy. something to keep your mouth that busy seems like a controlled substance that's not allowed i think i just if you give me some buttered popcorn that'd be good uh-huh. but that can spill but yeah something sounds weird but put something in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> they call it a pacifier for a reason True. To pacify all of a sudden, you. all these parents just have just, binkies. They're just like self-soothing. Yeah, and like <laughs> they have poppets and binkies in, and they're just like. <laughs> but a lot of people have gotten to where, I mean, we were reading in that article where a lot of leagues are now just not even letting parents watch, which is bananas to yeah. me. But I also, but that has changed a little bit too with dance studios and gymnastics places because um, having that little room. <gasps> To watch it breeds drama. It does, and sometimes I hear gossiping in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting to me though because we didn't get a lot of dance mom ones. No, they're too like, scared. It's to, to come forward. <laughs> they're too scared to come forward. Guys, me too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but dance moms have this bad rep, and I'm like thinking we're going to get all these dance mom ones. We mm-hmm. mostly got in sports. Mostly ones. basketball. Mostly, yeah. Maybe this <laughs> is that season. Yeah. Okay, so we were talking a little bit about like physical altercations going yeah. on, uh-huh. which is kind of blows my mind. Because like I said, I've, 
I had someone lay hands on me, but I didn't swing <laughs> back at her. And right, she was trying to help. I think, but you yanked. <laughs> it's true. But I can't see myself slugging somebody, right? Unless they like physically assaulted my child or something, yeah. you know. Anyway, <laughs> this uh, listener said that she was at a volleyball game, and one guy's daughter was a line judge, which I guess in volleyball is like refing, but mm-hmm. they stand on the edge of the court lines and they call the ball in or out. And another dad started yelling at the girl. And the girl's like 15. The line judge? Yeah, the line judge. Yeah. So probably like brand spanking new to right. line judging. Uh-huh. And her dad, um, so the dad of the girl starts getting protective and yells back and it goes full fist fight. <gasps> full fist Between fight. Between the dad and the line judge? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I probably wasn't very clear there. Um, the One of the dads, like a spectator, his daughter was probably playing. Uh-huh. And then the dad of the line judge was there oh, watching her oh, line judge. Uh-huh. And he could hear this dad yelling, yelling at, at this, his daughter. Uh-huh. And so he started getting protective. I was like, that's protective. where you sink pretty low, sir. <laughs> that's called, you're getting the cops called on you. <laughs> you just punched a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I misheard that. But when it comes to like coaching, refing, whatever... I am actually pretty typically like a proponent of tough love. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. I think that's how people get good. But yeah. there's a difference between literally breaking someone down to like yeah. feel like nothing and yeah. pushing them, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and there's been, I've been coached both ways Yeah, a little bit mm-hmm. and it's hard to find that line as a coach. And it's honestly like, I don't, I mean, I probably had my moments as a coach where I like did weird stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. but in general, like you're not winning the Super Bowl and winning a 100K bonus for that. Nobody is. Nobody is. Most of you, these girls or kids aren't even getting scholarships. Mm-hmm. You're maybe not getting paid or hardly getting paid at all. So you have to really think through that and be like, what is the actual So am, I am basically getting up in a, the grill of a teenager yeah. and berating them for what? What? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, that somewhere there's like Sometimes that. Sometimes I feel like perspective. I'm paying to be here. So. Yeah. That somewhere there's like something that we lose. Yeah. Like, I don't know how. You just we, get caught up in you it. You get caught up and you're like, how do, how does it feel like the stakes are so high that I have to do this? Yeah. I when mean, it's really about, not. You hear about things like these professional NFL coaches with, or, or, or baseball players that are doping and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, okay, at that level, it's fine. It's no. fine. I'm just saying, like you I said, under- there's actual they have million dollar, million con- dollar contracts yeah. they're trying to fulfill and that kind of pressure, uh-huh. but it doesn't make it okay. This but is, it really doesn't make sense like when Valley you're talking. This is like Valley View Junior High or whatever. Or fifth grade soccer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh my goodness. tell that one? So this person told me this story and I thought it was so funny. Well, <laughs> wild. Um she said her son was playing football, and he was just, this was Little League football, 10 years old. And usually she came right when all the other parents came to pick up at the end of practice, but she must have finished up her errands early and shown up just, I don't know, 10 minutes early to pick him up. Okay. So she kind of was hanging out in her car. And she's looking across the field at the boys' practice, and she realizes that her son is the one the coach is really up in his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, this 10-year-old's face, so down in his face. Yeah. And... um. And she's kind of like squinting, looking across, like, wait, hmm, what's, what's going, going on? Like, so she decides to get out of the car and just starts meandering over there, like, I'm just going to see what's kind of going on. And she notices that the coach has like 
bumped him on his helmet a few times like smacked his smacked helmet. his helmet and mm-hmm. she's like okay so she starts like speeding up like okay this is actually which i feel like football players smack each other's bums and helmets a yeah lot, but that's mm-hmm. usually like come on man come on yeah, let's go man but, but if but an, adult an adult man like 37 year old man is hitting a 10 year old in the helmet you're like okay i'm gonna walk faster over here mm-hmm. so she gets closer and she starts hearing the conversation oh that this coach is having i guess not conversation this yelling session that this coach is doing to this kid and she hears the words f and p you guys i, I don't know how to tell <laughs> f and sissy but not sissy yeah the and p she word of sissy. Go, her jaw drops and goes like she's just like what i cannot believe this coach just used the f word and the p word in my son's face, face and he's 10 years old so she just marches over there oh yeah and she's like hey <laughs> hey now excuse me what did you just say to him? And obviously the, the, the coach is like, oh, crap. Like, he did not realize that a mom was coming over. But Let's she's, be honest. No coach would dare talk like that to a little a, boy in front of the mom, mom around. No way. You know? And she's like, you're going to use that word? And she starts yelling the word. You're going to use that P word to my son? And there's like a field of 10-year-olds. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. All of them are like, does anyone know, know what, what that, that means? What's that? A cat? <laughs> um, but... <laughs> And she just starts losing it. And then she goes, you must have to have a pretty, well, I think she probably used the D word. Yeah. Um, But you must have to have a pretty small wiener. Package. Yeah, a a pretty small package to be calling a 10-year-old that. And But I think she used like the D word. And so she's yelling F and P. Oh, she just hit below the belt. Literally. Literally. She was using F and P and D. And so was the, and the coach is like, (laughs) all, and these 10-year-old kids are probably just like, Staring at her eyes through their little helmet. They're like, we hope she never coaches us. <laughs> She's even scarier than him. <laughs> and she just grabs him and is like, we are leaving. Uh-huh. And, and come to find, like, these little league coaches, those are like people in your neighborhood. Yeah. They're like your friends, your kids' friends' parents. Yeah, just like this one kid, he said he knew that they later got divorced. Like, so these this, people follow you. These are community you. people. Yeah. And so can you imagine having... To see this guy at the next game that, that you, you just told that you just told probably a has a wiener. small wiener in front of the whole team, <laughs> and she then she, be embarrassed. she should he, he, he should, should be, be embarrassed. embarrassed. But I just would. I don't think I'd be embarrassed to see him. I would just not want to. It'd see be him. uncomfortable. I would be like, we had a fight. <laughs> we had a fight, and yo, and used curse words, and, and you lost and, and bad words in front of children. <laughs> I don't really want to see you again. So, but I think they spent a large number of years being in the same community uh, yeah. seeing each other very often oh my gosh yeah you got to really think through these things we ought to do some breath work classes some like meditation <laughs> classes before games heaven help me you guys i know i've exposed some of my weak weaker moments mm-hmm. but heaven help me if i ever get into scenario where i am physically punching someone or yelling f a p and d yeah <laughs> pretty much oh my gosh on that note let's yeah. play ball yeah um just remember it's just a game yeah and someday you'll laugh about this um and as we approach spring sports, we all know it's getting competition season pretty soon. Yep. Finals, playoffs. Keep it in check. Keep it in check. Get your CBD lollipop. And as always, um, send us the story after. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you forgot the CBD lollipop, lollipop and all hell breaks loose, we want to hear about it. Okay. Maybe that's what we should start giving our followers. CBD lollipops? Yeah. Sounds good. I've never With had. faces on it. I've never, <laughs> I've never had one. Like the Spice Girls Chupa Chups. <laughs> Remember those? Yes. <laughs> With their faces. Oh my gosh. It'll just be us and be like. Someday uh-huh. you laugh about this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's I've I've seen worse logoed things. It's true. So, um, well, thanks for gabbing with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I have a set of Livy's bracelets, and they are so comfortable. 
They go with everything that I hardly ever take them off. Does that sound weird? I can wear them working out. I can wear them dressed up or dressed down. I love them. They are known for their comfort and versatility. They're made of lightweight, flat glass beads, and they are handmade right here in Northern Utah. So go check out Libby's Bracelets, L-I-B-B-I-E-S Bracelets on Instagram and get yourself a set. 